Christine Bentley here with Kate Wheeler, and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Today's show is brought to you by Meridian Credit Union. Expecting more for your money, that's wealth esteem. So does the thought of a prenup sound, well, unromantic? (laughs) Although the gender wage gap still exists, did you know that 17% of Canadian households In those, women are the primary income earners, and as women gain more economic power and equity, they need to be thinking about how they're going to protect their financial interests when they enter a relationship, whether it's marriage or common law partnership. We will be kicking off the show today talking marriage, money, and prenups with the vice president and head of wealth management at Meridian Credit Union, Dillis DeCruz. Love Dillis. Love Dillis. Love Dillis, too. Now, one of Toronto's top cosmetic dermatologists, Dr. Julia Carroll, will be in to tell us about the benefits of sunscreen and debunk some of the myths surrounding the sun and skin care. And it's sure being hot out there, so she'll answer common questions like, does putting on sunscreen at 9 a.m. still give me protection at noon? And in the notes, Christine, I saw something I've never seen before. There's powdered, powders sunscreen that you can use for touch-ups. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I would be putting on powder because, boy, some of them stink. (laughs) So we'll talk to her about all that. We're going to have the latest movie and TV reviews with film critic Ann Brody. And Diane Dupuy, the founder of Famous People Players, is going to come in and tell us about their Asian fusion event, which takes place on Tuesday, July 24th, that is supporting their international program for students who come to Toronto from Mm -hmm. Hong Kong to learn from famous people players. Awesome. Now, it's a surprise that the presence of women in technology has remained at between 23 and 25 percent for well over a decade now. Regardless of their ability, women are still less likely to choose to enroll in a STEM program, science, technology, engineering, and math. So we're going to speak to female entrepreneurs, Marina Delanois and Laura Sim, who have just completed their first successful year in the tech space. They'll be here to inspire us and tell us all about that. In singing us out in our live studio sessions, we have singer-songwriter Melissa Bell, who is going to perform Big Boys Don't Cry in our live studio sessions. And it is contest time. A big congrats to our Medieval Times Toronto and Hello Fresh contest winners. We are also giving away free double passes to exclusive advance screenings of Dog Days in Toronto, Vancouver, Winnipeg, Ottawa, Victoria, Halifax, Calgary, and Edmonton next month, thanks to Elevation Pictures. So, uh, let your friends know if they live in those cities that they might get a double pass to see Dog Days, which is a hilarious and heartfelt ensemble comedy that follows the lives of multiple dog owners and their beloved fluffy <laughs> pals around sunny Los Angeles. So make sure you go to whatshesaidtalk.com and click on contests to enter. And we also have a pair of tickets to give away to see The Orchard after Chekhov at the Shaw Festival. Mm -hmm. We had playwright Serena Palmer on last weekend who told us all about it. And you can find that contest up on our social media pages at What She Said Talk. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. 
Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Women today are making leaps and bounds professionally, and although the gender wage gap still exists, 40% of Canadian women now out-earn their husbands. So as women gain more economic power and equity, they need to be thinking about how they're going to protect their financial interests when they enter a relationship, whether it's marriage or a common-law partnership. Joining us now to talk marriage, money, and prenups is Dillis DeCruz, the vice president and head of wealth management at Meridian Credit Union. Welcome back to What She Said. Thanks for having me back. Okay, so let's dive right in. Um, How can women protect their financial interests in a relationship? Yeah, so it's really interesting, that stat. Uh, It actually surprised me that 40% of women are out earning their husbands. Mm -hmm. And so the tide is changing. And I think it's really, and this can actually apply to men as well, too. I think everybody needs to understand where they are financially and uh, and understand where they want to go. And so, you know, it's it's wedding season right now. And I think what an appropriate Mm -hmm. time to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Um, Because so often women, and I know when I was getting married way back then, I got so obsessed with, you know, are my centerpieces going to match like the bridesmaids dresses, right? I got like, you know, that bride brain thing happening. And we put so much priority on the wedding and, and everything else. We don't actually sit down and say, uh, financially, how are we going to manage our money together? And so we've talked about this in past shows uh, where couples really should sit down and come up with a financial plan and, and, and understand what each other's goals are. But I think it's imperative before you go into getting married or even cohabitating together, living together, that you're having a discussion about uh, where you are financially and mm-hmm. where you want to go and how are you going to manage your money. Um, so critical. I have an interesting story and, and um, you know, this this friend of mine has a very good career and uh, she is married to somebody who has a uh, seasonal job. He's in construction. And so right now they're going through a bit of difficulty. Credit cards are up a bit and, and so they wanted to financially, she she was saying, you know, I need some assistance and advice in terms of, uh, you know, how to manage this. And so uh, we started talking about how they were managing money and, and how much does he contribute and, and how much does he make. And she didn't know how much she he made and they just got married three years ago and I that light bulb went off for me and I went you know people are not having this discussion they're going into marriage but they're not sitting down and having the discussion maybe because it feels awkward well it's not just awkward but I mean anytime I've ever brought it up to somebody they have said but it's so unromantic Mm -hmm. I'm not really doing a prenup I'm really writing my divorce agreement yeah and and if you were sitting talking to a couple how would you phrase it Phyllis, how would you phrase it to them so that it isn't unromantic, but... Well, yeah, and, you know, it's interesting because I even my peer group, I was saying, oh, well, I'm going to go talk about, you know, marriage and money and prenups, and everyone's like, ooh. So I think it's still a little It's a polarizing. dirty word. It's, it is, but, um, you know, people, women and men are waiting longer now to get married, right? And the millennials mm-hmm. are waiting longer. People are, are um, starting their career, and they're going into marriage, Uh 
you know, having worked already, having acquired assets already, some of them already have houses that they may have bought before. Uh, they have pension plans. They have RSPs. And so I think how do you have that conversation is, is that this is an important conversation that you need to go in as a couple to make sure that you are talking about uh, what you want to achieve, what your goals are, and how you're going to manage your money. And part of that is going to be talking to an advisor that can help you uh, understand, you know, what implications there are. And when you get into the prenup side, definitely you have to, you know, get and go talk to a lawyer. But I think it leads into that. I think a first step, we had talked about when children come home, go and have the children go, you know, when your kids graduate from university, go and have them talk to an advisor. I really suggest that a couple go in prior to getting married or living together and meet with an advisor together. Meet with somebody who can ask you these questions about how are you going to manage your money? What mm-hmm. do you want to achieve? What are your short-term goals? Or even what they think is financially fair. If yeah. your mm-hmm. husband thinks that if you get divorced, whatever he earned is should be his, right. and you think that if you work as a team and you stay home with kids, whatever, and you walk the dog, that it should be an equal, at least you're on the same page. Right. Mm-hmm. And and this is the discussions. You know, I, I totally agree with you because people think, oh, it's unromantic. I don't want to talk about it. I know my partner. But things change. Things can change. We know how high the divorce When you don't love is. one another anymore, things change. Things definitely they do. change. And I mean, like the three top reasons why a prenup agreement is put into place are to provide protection of separate property, alimony or spousal maintenance, and the division of property. Right. So, and, and as you mentioned, a lot of people don't even know what the assets are that the other their partner earns. Right. And so, you know, and, and sometimes you, a lot of people might say, well, I'm getting married. I really don't have a lot anyway. Like there's nothing to split up, but you might have a pension. Mm-hmm. You might have a really, if you're a teacher or you're in the government or you, you're working somewhere that has a really good pension and you've been there a few years, uh, that is going to have significant value should your marriage fall apart as well, too. So you want to go and talk to a professional. You want to go and talk to a lawyer and say, what does this mean? Because a prenup can, um, in some cases, overrule some of the equalization laws that exist right now for a separation. Right now it's 50-50, right? Mm-hmm. And when you when you divorce, everything is split 50-50 and you have to walk out with equal things. If you've come into the marriage with a house or a big pension, a lawyer can work with you and say, "Okay, this is what you have to consider, and here's what you here's what the risks risks are potentially if you don't." But I think you just want to be informed, you know, and Absolutely. both of you want to be informed. And you also, and I, I think one of the things actually, my, my husband and I were talking about this last night is we decided to revisit our wills, mm-hmm. which we did a, a while ago because yeah. we had left money to. Sorry, kids, nieces and nephews. And now um, now everything, you know, we leave it to each other and then it goes to our, our children. But yeah. we want to make sure that that is all locked down. And our, and our assets have changed since we made a will, which must be 15... 15- 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, and I think this is all part and parcel. So it's about sitting in front uh, and having the discussion with each other. But I think having a third party in front of you is always good because they will probe you and ask you questions that you may not have asked each other. Mm-hmm. And it might shed some light. But it is about looking at, you know, your, you know how are you going to manage your money? Uh, in the short term and as you acquire things, uh, you know, talking about potentially prenups and talking about wills, where's the Mm -hmm. money going to go, especially also second marriages, second and third marriages, right? Mm -hmm. You're both coming in with it. You both might have children. It's time to revisit and make sure should anything happen. And I have heard some horrific 
fights with people, uh, second marriages with children. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and if one person has more assets than the other person, how that's going to be. Yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, when people die, yeah. whatever you've right. left people, yeah. they, that, the other interpretation is how much you love them. So if you get five cents more than me, right. they loved you, you more than yeah. me. Mm-hmm. So that's the way it is. And, it, and it, it causes, you know, irreparable damage to relationships between siblings and family members. It's horrific. It is. It really is. And, and so I think, again, these are things that we don't want to necessarily discuss, especially when you're planning your wedding. <laughs> you, you, the last thing you want to sit down and talk about is it's bringing awkward. up and separation. It is it awkward. Is. But again, I think, you know, going in and, and having a discussion, I, you know, I encourage people to come into to Meridian and see a wealth advisor who will sit down and put a plan together for your future and, and probe you and ask you those life questions that might also surface things that you need to think about in terms of assets and future as we well. Did, too. We did that and and I was laughing because it was you know we hadn't gotten married yet and we were just trying to figure out it was more of a will than than, than a prenup but we were asked about what our plans were for retirement. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I have no clue. Yeah. But it's like, well, what's your dream yeah. so that you can start building towards those goals? And if something happens, if your spouse dies, is hit by a bus tomorrow, whatever, like how are you going to be able to, to follow through? So it was it was interesting. And then we did have different ideas. I mean, I expected that we would share the housework 50-50. My husband quite openly said, I don't do housework but I will pay for the cleaning person. Ah, so, like, oh, so, okay. so that came out. Okay, right? yeah. that's like yeah. that's yeah. That's something that I could live with. That yeah. seems fair. Yeah. You know, but we, I think I can yeah. work with that money. I mean, when you think of you know working forty years, both people, and not having any idea of, or or not even sharing ideas of how it should be spent or saved or invested or shared yeah. if something should happen. Yeah, is is incredible. Yeah, it is and incredible. I think having a third party like somebody from your firm would be wonderful because they can kind of take the personal end of it out as much as possible, if you will. Yeah, yeah, it is absolutely. It's a third party in there. They're objective. They're going to ask you questions that maybe you were scared to or didn't think uh, of asking each other. And you're going to put it out on the table and then you can go home and have further discussions about it as well, too. So That must be special training for your staff. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Well, they, well, they've seen all sorts. Yeah. And it's and we're really, really focused on bringing in people as uh, bringing couples. It's really important to bring people in, whether they've been married a long time, whether they're retirement planning. And on this retirement note, I would say to you, the trend is more and more, not to necessarily talk about retirement because you might mm-hmm. be really young and you're going, oh my God, i got to get a house first. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about what are your life goals? Yeah. What do you want to achieve? Goals. And and then you're really going to uncover um, you know, are you in sync? Because one of you might be a spender and one of you might be a saver and that's a whole different ball of wax. Okay, how do people get in touch with an advisor at Meridian? Go on our website, uh, www.meridiancu.ca and you can uh, find a wealth advisor near you. Thank you for coming in, Dillis. Always great conversation. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. 
Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit KearnsandCo.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said, she's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, it's not only painful, but we all know by now that sunburns are a danger to our health. So joining us now is Dr. Julia Carroll, one of Toronto's top cosmetic dermatologists, who is here to debunk some of the myths surrounding the sun and skincare. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much. We should start with your sister-in-law's Oh, we should. Myth. My Maybe. sister-in-law thinks that it's actually the sunscreen that gives you cancer. Well, I always tell my patients that I know lots of people that have died from skin cancer, but I have yet to meet one who's died from using sunscreen. <laughs> I like that. I, I, yeah. I like that. I like okay, that. so that's number number one myth we've just debunked. <laughs> okay. <right? laughs> so um, everyone has misconceptions, I think, when it comes to skin health during the summer. So... Can a sunburn anywhere on your body potentially cause cancer somewhere else on your body? So if you get the, the, the where you get the skin cancer is where the sun hits your skin. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's for sure. However, there's two other parts to that answer, which is one is that if you get a type of skin cancer called melanoma, and there's also a type called squamous cell cancer, Mm -hmm. those can metastasize, which means they can go to other parts of your body, like your lung or your brains. Or your brain, you only have one brain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Different parts uh, of it. Well, it depends on who you are, maybe. I don't know. Let's get into that. But um, but, uh, So it can metastasize to different parts of your body. And so in that way... I would say the answer is yes. Skin cancer mm. can cause it in other parts, but it's not like if you get sun on your shoulders and you burn them that you'll get a skin cancer from that, say, on your bum. Right. Yeah. But on the other hand, you can get skin cancers in places where the sun doesn't shine because sun is not the only cause of skin cancer. But there is no such thing as a safe tan. Exactly. So I say to people, if I gave you a cream and mm-hmm. when you put it on, your skin turned red and then it turned brown, would you not think that was weird? Yes. Right. So why do we think that's cool if the sun does Mm -hmm. that to us? But you hear, I mean, I have one daughter who is very, very pale and stays out of the sun, does all the right things. The other one bakes. Right. Loves it. I I made her sign a waiver. You do Do not not come back to me when you are 40 and say, well, she's 22 now. Like, why did you not keep me out of the sun? I've shown you pictures. I've done everything like this. She, But now she's starting to wear more protection, but she likes to get that base tan. I said use a spray tan. Exactly. That's a great way to get that little bit of color. We all feel and look a little bit better. So I think that's part of society trying to change that and trying to love mm-hmm. the skin you're in and appreciate paleness or whatever color you came out with. Um, but that whole tan thing, do you know where that comes from? 
where we all wanted to become tanned. No, like I don't know where Coco I... Chanel came back from a vacation. It used to be very gauche to be tanned. It was yes. considered with the farmers. Oh, labor. Like, labor. Yeah. Coco Chanel came back from the south of France with a beautiful glowing tan, and then it became very in vogue. So it's all her fault. It's all Coco's <laughs> fault. <laughs> so let me ask you something. I, I'm from a generation where... Well, maybe not a generation, but I tanned a lot. Mm-hmm. All my friends tanned. We all wanted to be as brown as we could possibly be, summertime. right? Mm-hmm. Baby um, oil reflector boards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that record up. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, and it was like, okay, let's put baby oil on. Let's yeah. do, you know, let's get the best. So, I don't have melanoma as of right now, um, and I haven't been tanning for a number of years. Right. What are the chances? To have that delayed, hmm. it's accumulative, right? Yeah. So Is there's the two things. The melanoma tends to be like one bad hit. Mm-hmm. So you know. And did you ever smoke cigarettes when you were younger? Yeah. And you don't have lung cancer, right? Yeah, so, but that doesn't mean that I that doesn't mean that I couldn't. Right. But it doesn't mean the same thing. It doesn't mean that you won't get melanoma. But the chronic skin exposure does more things like the other uh, non melanoma non melanoma types of skin cancer like basal cells and squamous cell cancers, and it causes skin damage. So flaky parts on your skin that bleed easily and wrinkles and bigger pores and pigmentation. That's what that chronic long term damage does Hmm. but does it if if so can i am i can i be safe to assume that i'm likely not going to get melanoma because i haven't i haven't been in the sun for a number of years and i haven't got it yet relatively safe on that part but i would imagine that you'll probably get some of that more chronic signs of of skin of sun exposure oh i have lots of wrinkles (laughs) lots of them i don't see any from here (laughs) let's talk about uh, yes she is let's talk about technique um the best way to apply sunscreen because I understand people don't use enough and they don't use it often enough. Exactly. So when you look at the number on the bottle that says, say, SPF 30 or Mm -hmm. SPF 50, that's the lab number. It doesn't really reflect what we do in the real world. We tend to not put on enough. So I always say, first of all, cheat a little bit and get a little bit higher number than you would necessarily, you know, want to. If you you feel like in your brain you like a 30, actually pick up that 50 because you're probably only going to get a 25 or even a 15 out of that. Okay. And one of my favorite things to tell my patients is to put on your sunscreen in the morning when you're naked. When you get out of the shower, maybe you've done your hair and you haven't put your clothes on yet, and that way you're more comfortable putting it on all the little spots, the nooks and the crannies. Don't miss the clothing lines, exactly. that kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. And you'll get a nice coat on, let it dry, put your clothes on. I mean, obviously, if you're going to wear a full-piece suit, you're not going to put it on your trunk. Um, but, uh, you know, you can at least get your nice parts of your chest, your arms, your face. Now, you, you, I just want to say, like, I, I see in my notes here, it says brushes and powders are great for touch Touch-ups and reapplications. There's sunscreen powders. There are. So I did I, not know this. Yeah. So I can bring lots of toys in at some point, and we can oh, show good. you all <laughs> the different sunscreens. But I like a, a cream sunscreen as the base. That's sort of my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, but. If you're out, say you're on a patio and you've got a full face of makeup on yes. and, and you don't want to then put sunscreen on and reapply, uh, there are brands that make usually zinc and titanium base, so mineral based powders, and you just brush it on and often they're tinted and that will give you a touch up over the day. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So for people often like me who I basically go from my condo to a car into a building. Right. So I'm unlikely to apply it all the time. If I know that I'm going to be sitting out on a patio, obviously that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I might walk outside for five minutes. Right. Do I need to put a 50 sunscreen on? So I would put it on in the morning. 
um, or at least a 30, because you're still in that car. And the ultraviolet A, which are the rays that go deeper and are more damaging damaging to the skin, they mm-hmm. come in through the windows. And we're sitting mm-hmm. here in your studio, and it's a little bit further away, but I still see some light from I the sun coming in. I did not know that, in. that it went through the glass. It does. Oh, yeah. In California, they all get their windows, windows tinted. They get tinted, put on their windows. Uh, we do that um, in Australia, too. I yes. grew up in Australia. You'd see that everywhere. So, so is there anything in sunscreen that is damaging to your skin or to you, ingredients that soak in? Not in my opinion across the board, but what I would say is I have particular cases where people will be allergic to ingredients. And in that case, or it could be the sunscreen ingredient, or it could be something that's in the base of the ingredient. It could be a Mm -hmm. perfume. It could be the cream base. In that case, obviously... I'm not, uh, you know, we want to look for options, but the sunscreens that we have available in Canada have been really well tested. And again, I don't know anyone that's ever died from using sunscreen. So, um, and sunscreens expire, right? Because they they do do have some medicinal ingredients. So you really should throw them out at the end of the season, but you should have used them all up. Right. If (laughs) If you go on a beach vacation and you come back with sunscreen, you know, for a family of four, you should go through a bottle in a day. Right, because it's what, oh. about, about three tablespoons for the... You say the, a shot glass. Yeah. A, sh- a shot yeah, glass. Yeah. I like uh, your or style. Or a golf ball. <laughs> uh, I like your style. Um, I'm, I wear hats, and I, I'm always amazed that people here... I grew up in Australia. Hats were fashionable. Slip, you didn't slap, just wear slop. them. Slip, slap, slop. Exactly. Um, yes, slip on a hat. Slop on some scones. No, slap on a hat. Slip, slip I can't on remember. It. You slip on clothing, yeah. but that's protecting yourself and staying right. out in the... In the heat of the in the heat yeah, of the like day, sunscreen is your third level of defense, really. So avoid, put on sun protective clothing, and then your sunscreen. And and what about I've heard about oral sunscreen too. Some, something can take heli- helio care. Oh, heliotrope or helio care. Sorry. Yeah. So helio care is there's a lot of products that are out there that have been confusing that say take this it extends your tan, take this it protects you. A lot of them I find a little bit scary, a bit misleading. But helio care is a product that's an antioxidant supplement. So you can take it and it gives you some protection. It's not sunscreen, but if any of that sun and some of it will get through the sunscreen mm-hmm. or you miss a spot, then it's going to give you some protection. So I take one every morning and twice a day when I'm on vacation. Really? Mm-hmm. That's, I, again, Where I Where do you never get that? that? It's hard to get. You can get it on Amazon. Sometimes they're expired. I actually brought Christine it Christine just discovered Amazon Prime. Right. <laughs> oh, no, dangerous. Yeah. And my so, new addiction. Right. I brought some into my office for my patients, um, but you can get it in the U.S. at Walgreens if you travel. Okay. Helio. Helio Care. Helio Care. Helio Care. Helio Care. Okay. Like okay. And so you bought some on Amazon and it had expired? Sometimes I've seen them on Amazon that are expired, so I'd import it now just to have it just to stash. make sure. Yeah. So if people want to connect with you, um, find out more information about this, uh, where can they go? Probably the easiest place is uh, Julia Carroll, drjuliacarroll.ca, two R's, two L's, and at drjuliacarroll on Instagram. We do lots of fun Instagram as well. Oh, cool. Well, thank you very much for coming in, and um, I will be playing this segment for my sister-in-law. Okay. <laughs> Good job. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. 
and accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, Saturday night at 8 o'clock, I know where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick my baby up and take her to the picture show. And that music means it is now time for Saturday Night at the Movies uh, with the lovely and talented Anne Brody. And we're starting off today with Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. What a title. Isn't it the best? (laughs) That really grabs your attention. And I'll tell you right off the top, it's being poorly reviewed, sort of middling reviews. I loved it because of the performances by Joaquin Phoenix, who proves once again that he is capable of doing any kind of a role. Mm-hmm. He plays uh, a heavy drinker who gets in a car crash and he's paralyzed. And so he drinks harder. He drinks, he holds a bottle with his wrists. Oh. That's how desperate he is. So he goes to a, a sort of AA type place run by Jonah Hill, who puts in such a surprisingly different performance, very serene. Jonah Hill, I mean, who'd have thunk it? He looks different. He has long blonde hair, very zen. Um, so it's his journey, but it's a really tough journey, and he's obsessed with finding his mother. But, I mean, it, it's a typical story, I think, but the way it's told by Gus Van Zant, the filmmaker, there's so much compassion in it, so much respect for people's dignity, no matter what their circumstances. Mm-hmm. And again, seeing Joaquin Phoenix and Jonah Hill in something new. Eighth grade. Uh, oh, now. Now. Yes. Which okay. I saw. Yes. And? Yes. yes. Well, I I thought it, it was a a great movie. It's it's not it's a it's a look at how teenagers feel, and a teenage girl, a teenage and it's girl made by a man, made by a man. But still, it's not photoshopped because we've yeah. had many movies touching on this, and they're all photoshopped. And the fact is that she's almost the typical example. I sure, mean, she is. And whether you have zits or don't have zits, you feel like you have them when you're that right, age. Right. And yet her YouTube presence is worlds apart. She's confident. She's giving makeup and behavior and dating advice. And yet she's a total loner. Except mm. for I think her social media is is really her her best friend because she says mm. she has no best friend. So that's that's what she turns to. This is her you know, best friend. And I find the movie to be so full of uh, contrasts, which are so lifelike and wonderful. The way her relationship with her father, and who's now single. Poor guy. I think it's very meaty. Poor guy. Can you imagine a man with a 13-year-old girl? I mean, women can't Alone. even. Women who, who have been there can't even deal with teenagers. <laughs> I was 13 when I moved in with my father. Yeah. <laughs> 13 to 17. That was it all alone. Payback. Very brave man. Uh, but we're going to hear your interview with Bo Burnham on tomorrow's show. So that'll be good. Great. That's all about eighth grade. Now, up next, we have Under the Tree, which is a slice of life in the Trump age, Iceland style. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. 
it's the age of anger, isn't it? Okay. So uh, neighbors living in um, in a village uh, are at war over a tree that casts shade on the porch of the next door home where the new trophy wife likes to sun herself. So the war begins when one wrecks the other's planter and then the cat disappears and then the dog shows up dead and stuffed on their doorstep. It just escalates and escalates and escalates. Um, And the way it happens, it looks so natural as though you can understand that they would do this. And this is just, you know, it's like road rage. It's like anything that gets out of control and that you're too ensconced and can't see the forest for the trees. Mm -hmm. It's won so many Icelandic Oscars, I think seven in total. Uh, Very good. Starts out funny, turns very serious. Well worth seeing. And uh, a Canadian documentary kept Mm -hmm. you up at night. Oh, I'll say it did. What's it called? Letter from Masangia? Yes, and it's, uh, what a story. It is Canadian, but it concerns a woman in Portland, a housewife, who opens up her Halloween decorations and finds a note attached to the back of it. And it's a cry for help from a prisoner inside a re-education center Mm. in uh, China called Masangia. Uh, whatever it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. And um, he tells her what the conditions are and to please get in touch with someone, human rights uh, organizations. His crime was practicing Falun Gong. Which is uh, exercise, thought control, mm-hmm. being nice to people. And China was persecuting these people and killing them. Uh, so he was abducted by the government 12 times. And the torture included at one point having to stand for two years. Mm. And it's, it's at the Hot Docs, Ted Rogers Cinema, so that's a great place to see it. And if you don't want to go out, you could watch Sasha Baron Cohen stir the pot on Crave TV. I have seen the clip. Oh, my. Is that not weird? Well, there's t- I'm putting 10 minutes in my blog. Uh, he dresses up, as you know, as a different kind of a uh, look and interviews people who don't know it's him. And he skewers them. And this time it's gun activists, guns rights activists. NRA, NRA types, okay. Yeah. Um, and also, if you are, uh, for a change of pace, and, and for those of us on keto, fluffy, sweet, oh, baked on. goods, this is, this is dripping important. icing are off the list. <laughs> so we've got the 100th episode of Bake with Anna Olsen, the Canadian dessert superstar, and that's on... I would guess when? Food Food Network. Oh, Sunday oh, at 10.30 yes, in the morning. Yes. Cinnamon rolls. And it's oh. all, her, this episode is all about frosting. Oh. <laughs> all right. And, uh, and you wanted to remind us that Dundas Square is in the midst of its summer outdoor rockumentaries film series. We'll have the list uh, up in your, up in your book. Sure you will. And they are good it. films. Okay. We have to leave it there. But you can find more movie and TV reviews now from Anne on whatshesaidtalk.com. Thanks. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at WhatSheSaidTalk.com. If you haven't seen the show, you know her name and you know her legacy. Joining us now is Diane Dupuis, the founder of Famous People Players. Welcome back, Diane. How are you? Well, I'm great now that I'm here with you. (laughs) I see you've brought some young guests with you, including Sandy Fung. Hi. uh, Who are working on a special summertime project 
Tell us about them and what they're working on. Well, it's our international program at Famous People Players. Because of our inspiring work and what we've done with people with disabilities, we have opened it up to everybody because there's so much we can learn from each other. And the Hong Kong University, Baptist University, uh, has promoted us. And for the last six years... Hong Kong students have been coming to spend the summer with us. Now, maybe they're going into pharmaceutical. Maybe they're going into communications or marketing or, or sciences or math. But they, not, they need to learn more about the human spirit, about maybe at a crossroads that they are in life, and maybe a cultural exchange to see. And they all choose famous people players. So when they go back, they tell all their people at the university, oh, we got to go next year to famous people players. We really love it there. So, and they're doing a project, and that's the, the the whole scope, which Sandy here is going to take over and tell you. But it's all about how they come here and they expand on their English, mm-hmm. and then they turn around and they learn customer service, marketing, and maybe they're interested when they go back to Hong Kong to work for a, a nonprofit organization. So there's a lot of things to running a business. So they came up with their own idea. They're having a beautiful night that they're putting together, come rain or come shine, called Asian Fusion. Asian Fusion mean that's going to be the cuisine of the night. And famous people players are going to perform their Broadway show, A Little Like Magic. Okay, so Sandy, you interns are not mm-hmm. performers. You're mm-hmm. learning other skills, yes. as Diane said. So tell us about what you're learning and how you're enjoying it. Uh, so far, we have been learning so much uh, from famous people pay- players as they're so inspiring and learning, teaching us so much. Um, we have been trying to communicate with uh, our sponsors and we are trying to get as many cuisine as we can uh, from different restaurants yeah 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 so so the asian fusion event tell us a little bit about what what, where you're at right now uh the event is basically about uh promoting famous people players history and our shows and then we add on some uh asian uh features such as the cuisine and we invite uh free asian performers such as the bollywood music dancers uh singers that'll be fun yeah and one chinese qigong performers and then one taekwondo is it called taekwondo Taekwondo. Yeah, yeah yeah the korean performers yeah. Wow. Did you uh, pick the performers? Uh, we invite them as, ah. uh, from different... Uh, some of them have been come before. Right. Yeah. So what have you been doing in the six weeks you've been here? Sales? Uh, marketing? Sales, basically about sales because uh, our title is Marketing Interns. Oh. oh. Yeah. We, is we, it hard? We use some help. <laughs> <laughs> is it hard? Uh, uh, it's harder than we think because uh, it's the first time we have been to a real business, and and it's really learned a lot. That's yeah. excellent. So, so Diane, this is your sixth year doing the internship program. That's right. Right. Um, what prompted you to start it? Well, we got approached. You know, we get mm-hmm. pe- uh, people from all over the world that says, "Is there any openings of famous people players?" Because there's nothing like us, mm-hmm. and they have. Uh, children that could benefit from the program but the problem is where do you put them where do they stay and and all the legalities and and the things so anyway we the university approached us that they had these students and they said that they could bring something to your company Mm -hmm. and you know because they got wonderful skills and when i say computer skills my god (laughs) it's like the concord (laughs) (laughs) and i go how did you do that? I want to learn how to do that. And he goes, shh. 
And I go, I didn't catch it. And <laughs> I've never seen computer skills like this. But if you go to our Facebook page, mm-hmm. there's a video that they created. An okay. animated video with our logo man dancing and bringing up the names. Wow. And it's wonderful. Can and I borrow a couple for a day? <laughs> well, you know what? And they're really hardworking. There's a lot of discipline. There's Joanne and there's uh, Elaine. I'm telling you, and Sandy here, I've never seen such discipline here as as people that come in for a job. Well, we need to tell people that the, the Asian Fusion event, Famous People Players, is July 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do people connect, Diane? They just call Famous People Players or they can go online. On to famous. FamousPeoplePlayers.com. Dot com. You can either get them online or you can just uh, call us on the phone. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. And so. the other thing, too, is tell people about what the evening consists of because it's not just a show. It's yes. also dinner. Yes, well, the that's cuisine. the dinner. The dinner is the Asian fusion. It's going to have Christopher Woods, by the way, our top celebrity chef in Toronto, is making the beautiful spring rolls. Ooh. And he does this. What wonder- time does it start? It what time should at seven? Seven people come to eat? It's seven o'clock. Right. Perfect. And yeah. then the show starts? The show starts around eight. Perfect. And it's quite nice. And they're doing it themselves. And the thing is, and uh, if you can't come, maybe you would like to purchase two tickets to provide for some other students to come in that are here in Toronto That's visiting. That's a great idea. How much are tickets? They're about $60. Mm. dollars for dinner, for dinner, dinner and a show? Yeah. That Thanks so many so much. Thank you so much for coming mm-hmm. and sharing all this with us. And for anybody out there, get online, buy your tickets. Thank you. Thank you. What she said said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. (sighs) Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, it is no surprise that the presence of women in technology has remained at between 23 and 25 percent for well over a decade now. And according to Statistics Canada, regardless of their ability, women are still less likely to choose to enroll in a STEM program. That's science, technology, engineering and math. Fresh from their first year of business, we are now joined by female entrepreneurs, Marina Delanois and Laura Sim, who have just completed their first successful year in the tech space and are here to inspire us and tell us about it. So welcome to the show. Thank Thank you you so much. We're excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Now, you both launched Ivy in 2017, which, as I understand it, is an online marketplace for Canadians to buy and sell luxury designer clothing 
and accessories. So, so tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that and how it, how it came to be. Um, yeah, Marina and I have been friends, and um, we're very honest about life and everything and, and mm-hmm. our, our aspirations. And we also share our disasters closets. Yes. So <laughs> they really need detoxing. And um, I moved here from Germany. And in Germany, there's a lot of platforms where you can sell out of your closet across country. And I felt that Canada needed um, a solution, a better solution. Yeah. And that's how the idea came about. So basically, then it's sort of like a, a, a secondhand high-end clothing, yes. but instead of taking it in somewhere where you pay actually huge fees. Yes, <laughs> huge fees. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You're mm-hmm. right. Is yeah. that what happened that you That's tried to exactly sell like something? It. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so we have, you know, your Kijijis and everything like that that are out there, but there are so many meetups that you have to do. People are coming to your house. You're having to travel downtown and meet, you know, at different intersections mm-hmm. for every, you know, all those dresses that you bought for weddings and baby showers and all mm-hmm. those kinds of things that are taking up room in your closet. You don't wear them anymore. They don't fit right. The style's gone. So, you know, what do you do with all those pieces? Yeah. So let's forget about mm-hmm. you for a minute. Let's talk about this. So what do you, how does this work? I'm I'm fascinated. Yeah. This no, is... yeah, and for sure. So, so essentially what we're trying to do is eliminate the meetups. So there are no meetups with our platform. We facilitate the mailing kit oh. between the buyer and, and seller on the platform. So essentially, yeah. you know... I sign up. A, yes. I go on now what do I do I have something to sell you have something to sell so you take your phone and you take that piece and you take a couple photos and then you fill out those questions describe it price that kind of thing and then you hit post and there it is live ready to go you know we take it on all our social media platforms and everything Mm -hmm. like that and we we promote it um, and then it sells and then Kate wants to buy it so what does she do so when she when she goes on there and she buys it, it's all done. It's all automated. It's done. You can buy it right on there. Mm-hmm. You can ask any questions. You can message. You can follow each other's closets. All those kinds of things. But once you buy it, then um, within 24 hours you'll get a transaction. You'll get a mailing kit to your front front door. So the the seller gets a mailing kit. So you don't have to worry about buying packaging or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's prepaid. It's pre-addressed. It's really completely kind of done for you. And then off it goes. You you drop it off at the post office, and it's all tracked when it arrives to your door. And how do you guys make money? And so there's an IV fee. So there's an IV fee. So when it sells, um, there's a fee that automatically, not the buyer, but the seller, it comes off the seller's side. So there's an IV fee. So all of that's described when, of course, you post your item. It, it shows what the you know the calculation kind of would be when so you post it. So it's different. It's not a set fee. It goes on the value of the clothes. Yeah, yes. lesser so, when it, yeah, lesser yeah. as it goes up, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what area do you cover? Is it across Canada? It's across Canada. Yeah, that's awesome. My yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah. we've had sales um, across Canada already so from Vancouver to Calgary or like to Montreal as well so that's really exciting to see that people are actually sharing their closets um, national wide well, yeah. Yeah. well it means Very, I can buy something from Van- from somebody in yes. Vancouver yes. Yes. and so it really opens mm-hmm. up the world or northern yeah. Alberta I mean, or wherever, exactly. wherever now, you know, Toronto closets can open up, you know, we've sent, um, we've had uh, sales from Toronto that are going to New Brunswick, you know, yeah. and those kinds of things. So all of a sudden, you know, Toronto has a huge community of buys and sells and mm-hmm. all these kinds of things. But now we're opening it up. So we're yeah. extending that fashion across. Country. So can I ask you a question? If I didn't know what something was worth secondhand, mm-hmm. I've worn it, I don't know, three times, uh, I don't know what what it's worth. Is there any 
Is there any help I can get from you? Yeah, of course. Yes, of course. So we are very fast and quick to answer any questions. Um, so that's what we strive for, to have an excellent customer service and actually show our community that we're there for them as as people and not robots. Um, yeah, because I would have no idea what to sell anything yeah. Yeah. We have how-to pages. Yeah, well. we have how-to oh, pages. Oh, do you? Yes. Yeah. yes, we have how-to pages. So it'll take you through step-by-step, step, show you, you know, all different kinds of items and what we would have priced them for, what sells, okay. Okay. those the, kinds of things It sounds well. fabulous, but it wasn't always <laughs> fabulous because as I understand it, no. your experience ranged from struggling to securing funding to being the only women at networking events, yes. and that's exactly yes. what led you to carve yes. out your own path. Can you tell us more about some of the challenges and, 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 and do you think that this is maybe prevents women from wanting to enter the tech space? Yeah, I, I think so. It can be intimidating yeah. walking into a room and really being the only woman uh, women in the room. Yeah. Um, and the stats are bad too. I mean, mm-hmm. um, 2017, it was 2% of venture capitalist investment went, went to women in North America. That's an astounding stat. Um, so, you know, if you pay attention to those kinds of things, it can be very intimidating to get into this, this, this world. So, um, I think the key thing is, is that we, we aren't taking that all on is that we're doing one thing at a time. So we're walking into those rooms, those round table investor mm-hmm. meetings yeah. that we went into where we were the only w- women. And, you know, we're making that one connection. We're talking entrepreneur to entrepreneur about the startup that we're passionate about. And mm-hmm. and that's what we're spinning off of. Yeah. I mean, that's the important part. We're not trying to solve this whole <laughs> issue. issue. Yeah. We're taking it one step at a time. So what would be some of your top tips for women to succeed with a tech business as you learn them on the job, I guess? Well, I guess to not think of it as tech. Tech is a means to an end, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's, we didn't get into this. No, we started off with trying to solve our closet disaster problem. And, And um, really, tech ended up being the solution to to our problem, and it made it yeah. more efficient. So, so pretty much, that's um, yeah. I think you have to see it as a tool. You know, yeah. as what what are you passionate about? You have to be extremely passionate about what you're doing. And I think that as women in business in general grow, that'll tech has to follow. You know, and and it will follow. It's just um, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. not being intimidated by that buzzword. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what are some of the milestones that you're proud proud of? Yeah, I think... uh one of our biggest milestones is actually launching. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's all it is. Sounds funny. Yeah, um, I mean, you get caught up with all these bells and whistles that you can add on to your platform, more services, um, making it more beautiful. But really, like we wanted to then just start and hit the live button. Uh, yeah. With our minimum viable product, and which, and just, which you did, you hit the live button. Yeah, I couldn't. I hit <laughs> <laughs> and then we just went on from there, and we can always upgrade and do all these little things in the end. Yeah. But um, pretty much that was the but biggest the milestone. Product, yes, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, right. another big milestone was to actually see traction on our website, um, having um, people that are outside of our network actually starting to use the platform and loving our marketplace, actually wanting to collaborate as well. Yeah. And that was very fun. The traction is so exciting. How yeah. did you get the word out? 
Mm, social media. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. That's that was huge. I mean, what we do in, in our world, it is so visual, and yeah. so it's social media. Instagram and then, would be perfect yes. for yeah. you. I would yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. That's our biggest. Target. And yeah. uh, the network that we started to build, and we were literally reaching out to unknown people that we thought really were were the essential targets in our market, and and then from there, and using and cross promoting with them and doing those collaborations, mm-hmm. that really just catapulted pulled it to the next level. Okay, it's E I V E Y. Ivy. Where yes. did that name come from? E I V E Y. The designer. <laughs> well, visually, it's a very even word mm-hmm. uh, typographically and I felt that that's very beautiful. Also, um we wanted something that's um easy to remember mm-hmm. and easy to say. And felt organic. And felt organic. Um mm-hmm. I mean, the 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 plant Ivy is about spreading mm-hmm. and networking. Um Felt but natural. It it just kind of felt yeah. very natural. Okay, and everything is 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 ivy dot ca yes, right. You can right. get there. Everything yeah. is ivy ca on all the social media all platforms, and um, I think we're going to be busy looking, mm-hmm. looking through our I, closets. Yes, I yes, can add right. another addiction. <laughs> it is addictive. Once you start going, you can't stop. And you know, when something sells, you want the next one and the next one. Oh my! Yeah. Thank <laughs> you so much for joining us today and telling us all about ivy dot ca. Thank, Thank you, you for so having much us. for having us. What she said. What she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. (sighs) Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, is it true? Do big boys really not cry? That's a new single from Melissa Bell, who's here with us in studio. Welcome back to what she said. Thank you so much. Now, the last time you were here, you were telling us about living in the UK and your album In the Light. And now we have Big Boys Don't Cry. So what was the inspiration behind the song? What's happened since we last (laughs) saw you? Well, uh, to be fair, I wrote this song you know, while I wrote the rest of the album. So before, I, before I've seen you guys, so not too much has really changed. But the song, to be honest, isn't super specific and personal. It's just, was supposed to be this fun, kind of lighthearted, happy kind of breakup song that you're supposed, you know, where you, the guy, you know, you dump the guy, it didn't work out, but you're okay and everything's fine. The big boys don't cry thing is just kind of like a, big boys can of course cry. It's just a bit of a joke. Um, and so I've done a new music video for it. So I've come back over here to Toronto to do a little promo and play a couple shows. Now, the music video you were talking about is really cute. It's you and your friends walking, walking 
around town and yeah it shot <laughs> it shot in Exeter in England which is about yeah about half hour from where I live Mm-hmm. And the themes, I mean, we, we hear so much of the themes of self-confidence and empowerment in music today, more than ever before, mm. I think. Uh, do you think it's important, especially for younger listeners, that you're putting out that kind of message? Absolutely. Um, you hear a lot about social media and things in the media having the opposite effect on people's self-image and confidence. And um, it's really important, I guess, in, in my opinion, to be putting out a positive image for people and, and just saying, yeah, you should be confident in yourself and know how you deserve to be treated. And, and you're, you know, you're great just as you are. Absolutely. So are you, you're still based in England? Are you back here now? What's going on? <laughs> still based in England. I haven't been home since uh, the last time I saw you guys six months ago. So um, everything's still peachy out there. Just uh, domestic bliss. You I- haven't, you haven't been home for six months? <laughs> no. No, I know. Well, actually, since I've seen you guys, I've been able to quit my part-time job at a gym and uh, go full-time musician. So That's excellent. Thanks yeah. a lot. It's, yeah. a, it's a big step. It's the first time in my life that I've been able to do that, so I'm very happy. <laughs> so what are things looking like going forward the next six months? Um, I'm going to start writing again as well because it's time to get some new music happening. Well, how did In the Light do? I, I heard it got up there on the yeah it reached number 49 on the the canadian itunes pop chart which is which is cool um (laughs) you know um it's the first time i've released an album without a label and i think it's probably it's it's been one of my best um and i push it really hard and i'm not ready to stop pushing it but i'm just ready to maybe start singing some new stuff as well well we are ready to hear you sing your new stuff but before we do that what she said we'll be back tomorrow night at 10 so be sure to follow us on social media at what she said talk and now here is melissa bell performing big boys don't cry live in our studio sessions you want to make up no i don't think so Cause I'm about to throw your thing straight out the window You wanna say what? Say that you're sorry Go on and ride those pintos, boy, I'm a Ferrari I'm gonna kick you to the left, kick you to the right Kick you to the curb until I kick you out my life Go on and cry It's way too late to apologize Don't even try you always said that big boys don't cry Try not to cry, try not to cry ah, Try not to cry Big boys don't cry Try not to cry, try not to cry ah, Try not to cry Big boys don't cry You wanted my love? You said you'd prove it but I gave you every chance and boy, you blew it So I got an instinct, yep, what does that mean? Oh baby, bye, 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 hit the streets I'm gonna kick you to the left, kick you to the right Kick you to the curb until I kick you out my life Go on and cry It's way too late to apologize Don't even try to cry, try not to cry, ah, try not to cry, big boys don't cry, try not to cry, try not to cry, ah, ah, try not to cry, big boys don't cry.
need to apologize Don't even try Don't even try, boy You always said that Big boys don't cry You always said Big boys don't cry Ooh Oh, you cry and you cry, yeah Big boys don't cry Try not to cry Try not to cry You always said that big boys don't cry. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga, Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.